Okay. Welcome back to another episode of Dumb Binge Binging. I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. This week we watched Jennifer's Body. Jennifer's Body. <laughs> I'm going to say that every time, no matter how many times our recording fucks up. Um, so I'll just start with like, overall, I thought this was a pretty good movie, but I just like, I didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was clearly trying to say something, but like, God, if I, <laughs> if I could not figure out what it was. Listen, people. This is called dumb binge binging. Yeah, that's fair. Please don't expect we... us to have thoughts. <laughs> um, I'm incapable of cognition here. But again, even with like not understanding what the point was or whatever, I did enjoy the movie. And I'm honestly like I might have liked it less if I knew what point it was trying to make. Because then I would have been looking for that the whole time. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that that didn't get in the way for you. <laughs> I really just... Because I had no idea what it was trying to tell me, I couldn't focus on anything. I enjoyed it. And I think maybe half the time I was trying to figure out um, what message they were trying to go for and the other half of the time I was just being completely blown away by how beautiful Megan Fox is. <laughs> so I was able to just like like not too far into the movie maybe like a quarter of the way through I was like you know what I don't know what the point is supposed to be so I'm just going to sit here and see what happens. <laughs> just have a fun it is fun i loved it yeah Um, it's very fun but i think in the back of my mind i just kept comparing it to heathers and i just love heathers so (laughs) i think maybe that was the issue yeah i think maybe it was trying to compare it to i just feel like it's in the within the same kind of genre of high school teen girl horror movie that's very like jaded about the genre that it's spoofing yeah i just feel like there's i don't know no it's within two very different realms of that i almost compared it more to like carrie yeah i can see that in like a weird sense. Yeah. Like okay, obviously on? they're different, but it's like yeah. that's that's where my brain went for whatever reason. No, I, I can see that. I don't I just don't know if I really think about Carrie enough to compare anything to it. <laughs> um I think maybe Who would you say the main character of Jennifer's body was? I think Anita. Okay. Yeah, it's 
weird because it's clearly like I feel like depending on who people see as the main character, that's gonna change how you view the movie too. Yeah. Which is really good. I really like that. Yeah. Because it is both Needy and Jennifer's story. Exactly. And, and like it was good, but it had that like issue that Juno had where it was of a time where they were desperately trying to relate to teens with having the only knowledge of teens being teens that they saw other adults writing for other media properties. Oh yeah, there's this is a good place to start talking about the weird slang. Yeah, I was... <laughs> like, instead of saying, like, BFFs, she says Biffs. Yeah, because we're and Biffs. <laughs> salty. Or, meaning, oh, like, God. hot. I hate that. Um, when Chip is, like, critiquing Needy's rock show look, and he's like, I can almost see your front butt. The, the use of front butt. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's just a lot of like weird slang. Um, and God, poor Megan Fox was the purveyor of most of it. Yeah. It was so bad. She was also just. And this is, I get that this is part of the character, so I didn't really take as much issue with it as I would yeah, otherwise. No, I loved it, but, but it was there, just... were, there were some very offensive things that jennifer said yeah (laughs) but it's again that's that was part of the character so it's like i'm not mad about it but it's to be said (laughs) i think the issue with jennifer is and i don't know if this is i don't think it's an acting issue i think it's more of the writing issue they didn't know whether or not they wanted her to be smart Yes, I agree with that. And I don't think that's an acting issue either. It seems to just be they just couldn't quite decide. Yeah. Because it, it, a lot of some of the lines, it makes it seem like she's very aware of her standing and she's acting very ditzy because of it. And then there are not, times where she yeah. seems just like legitimately. Genuine. Yeah. I don't fully understand it again I think it's just because I feel so close to having a semblance of understanding of what the movie is trying to convey that like I feel I feel like um that Greek myth of the man who had to lead his his wife out of the underworld and I'm like right at the edge and I turn around and I'm like ah you know what, we're right there, I almost understand it, I'll check to see, and then I reach out, and the the grasp of the message just slips through, dragged back into the writing room to be underlaid by the usage of the word front butt once again. It was so aggravating. I felt nowhere close to an understanding, so I just gave up. I think they were going for, like, the toxicity of like very codependent teenage girl relationships. Okay, that, especially that's... throughout like for like long because they were they were friends since they were like what six at least if not longer. 
So, like, they were very close. And I, I love that. It's very sweet. And, like, as someone who kind of lived through something similar to that, with, like, a very long-standing friendship being just very unhealthy in a dynamic mm. <laughs> sort of sense, like, I, I think that's how, why I was so frustrated because I felt like I almost understood what they were trying to say. But they didn't, yeah, they didn't go far enough into that's what the message was. I did, again, it's such a good movie. (laughs) Even that, like, some surface level, like, visual commentary on what it, especially, like, with Megan Fox's character and just how she's been treated by directors in the past. Like, this commentary of how girls and women are viewed and like the pressure to be presentable so often especially when you look like how Megan Fox looks yeah well and that's also a good place to talk like about the marketing which was done by men which like exclusively focuses on Jennifer in this little cheerleading uniform that she's in for maybe like 10 seconds at the most of the actual movie. Oh, yeah. Um, Like, we see it twice and it's just one scene and then a flashback distortion of that scene to color in the actual dynamic of the relationship and how unhealthy it is. Yeah, and it's like really, like, we barely see it at all. Mm -hmm. And then... I remember that look and the, the the scene where she's like walking past the group, like the crowded hallway, because it's a high school movie and there's going to be a scene where um, everybody is in this one hallway just milling about like <laughs> Sims, <laughs> just fucking bumping into each other. And it's her like walking towards the camera and her hair is blowing and it's like, like zip up heart patterned hoodie. Oh, yeah. Those are the only like images that this movie was promoted with. Yeah, and they were both very like clearly. They're like, we're not gonna have enough people watch this unless we try to get um, teen boys horny. And it's very stupid. It's because honestly, I don't think that was the issue. <laughs> well, I, I, I think that creates bigger issues because then people don't know what they're going to see. Yeah, that you just you don't know what you're in for, and it's not like a good kind of hiding of the message of the movie for like I can no, get like horror movies and stuff like that. Completely different kind of movie. Yeah, they're marketing it as something completely different, and I think that kind of contributes to how muddled the message can get because it the movie itself seems like it's trying to comment on and bring light to how shitty that shit is while actively marketing it in that same way without a shred of irony. Yeah. And I get that like it really, the people like, that it made the decision and the marketing team even like had seen yeah. the movie. Or like talked to the directors or anything. Yeah. Because it really Maybe they just fucking Maybe they just saw any Michael Bay movie and they're like, oh we know how to handle Megan Fox. <laughs> Oh, poor! It's it's so saddening. It is hearing about her experience with this man. 
how she's just not able to escape this legacy that he's created for her because he's disgusting. Yeah. It sucks. This is like it's, by far the best movie she's been in, at least mm-hmm. I have seen. Mm-hmm. And hasn't she like said that this is her favorite thing that she's ever been in as well? Yeah. And I can understand because like um, the point of her character was just have like it's a fun character. Yeah. Well, also like finally getting revenge on dudes yeah. <laughs> for being shitty. It like it's just like it's also just like better written than like the than anything Michael Bay is. Yeah. <laughs> Anything he's capable of. It's just like a good. Why did we? Um, why did we give that man so many movies to make? I don't know. He's still making movies. They're not good. They're not good. He's actively created a piece of media for a franchise that I adore, that has enraged me so much that I can't even bring myself to acknowledge it. Okay. What else do I have to talk? Um. The rock show, the band is super mm-hmm. boring. Yeah. Sounds like a rock band. They're dressed up like um like a Oh, I forgot the fucking era for them, but like the American Idiot era yes. Green Day. Yeah. And they sound nothing like that. No, it was disappointing frankly i was i saw the Uh, all black suit skinny red tie eyeliner short spiked black hair look and i'm like fuck yes oh my god um, one of my favorite albums from childhood a couple of my favorite moments in the movie were around this part because there's the, For the part where like they're singing and it's like a love song and Anita's like staring at Jennifer and it's really heartbreaking. Yeah. And then right after that, when Jennifer gets in the van and then Anita compares the guy to like this weird tree that she saw. Yeah. Like, this oh really my God. Because she's like, he's skinny and twisted like that old tree. Or whatever. Yeah, which like, like not great writing. But it, it was just but, a moment. Yeah, the image they're trying to convey was so well done. Yes, yeah, so like it, that the writing, even though it isn't great, felt right still in the moment. Well, like, because because they made the whole thing work with the flashback and everything. Yeah, it was the way they shot it, and like when I was in. I think middle school, I read this, like, horror book about, like, a tree that would, like, consume souls of, like, the young boys that would live in the house on the property. And that's, like, that book fucked me up for a while. And that's immediately what that scene evoked for me was that just, like, (laughs) preteen, just gen, like, weeks long of fear. So I don't know if it would work on a similar level if I hadn't had this background with like decaying like dead trees but like 
god it was so good and like a note on the writing I think the writing even though like there are like a lot of misses it works a lot better than the writing does for Juno because it feels authentically bad to high schoolers that's kind of like like there's a lot of awkward dialogue but it didn't feel inauthentically awkward yeah some of it was like misses which it's gonna happen when you're not actually a high schooler yeah but like some of the like with that tree scene in particular it works so well yeah it works with like who we know of what like needy is at that point it it felt like this character was a real life human being um i was shocked at how long it actually got us to like we had to wait throughout the movie to see the ritual part i thought it happened way earlier yeah no we'd like like the it's maybe like a good 45 minutes in yeah that we actually see it when she like explains to needy what happened mm-hmm. also a w- weird nickname for anita yeah <laughs> but i i mean that's it's fine. Yeah. It's it just threw me it, off guard when they first said it. It definitely feels like something your best friend who's known you since you were six would call you. Yeah. Because it definitely seems like something a six year old would choose to say over Anita. Yeah, no, exactly and that's why it like I didn't really have a problem with it. It just caught me on it just like threw me off at first yeah um i i really i just don't know what i'm thinking about this movie in particular there's just so many scenes that are just so striking they just cut to the core of you as a viewer yeah and i really particularly like all of the scenes where we actually see Jennifer as the demon. Mm. Like. Because it was just. So... Eating people. Well that but also like the scene. Where she has Chip. And she like flies out of the water. Oh yeah. And just like. The moment. After she escapes from the guys. And she walks into Anita's house, like, yeah, and just like throws up this black shit. Like it just, I think, a, really well. Like it really struck me. For that scene, I think it worked so. It's such a nice touch that they had her take that whole chicken and just slam it on the ground and start eating it off the floor. It's a very good way to show how devoid of the human she once was in that moment. Yeah. I liked it. And, I, uh, and the scene um, when they're at school the next day and uh, Anita is flashing back to her sobbing in her dark kitchen while scrubbing up this just 
black viscera that her best friend has thrown up in her kitchen after showing up being kidnapped covered in blood yeah and then like like almost like eating her oh my god it was such a good scene it was just there's just a lot of really good scenes yeah there's a lot of really not great scenes too but the good scenes outweigh them Mm -hmm. there's more things that the movie got right than got wrong in my opinion I think it's just the choice that the director had made to linger on certain things that really make them work yeah like you when um, the the first football boy when his body was found and the they lingered on yeah and they lingered on his parents just in like agonizing grief while his body was being taken away that i mean like we weren't supposed to care about that character but it but his I, parents never show up again but it was so good that and like i'm going to the, the scene where she's just getting ready for the dance and just slathering foundation all over her face is going... Like, I'm going to carry that scene with me for the rest of my life. I don't know why, but it's just the empty-eyed look as you're just trying yeah, well, because to make yourself really... more human. Because even, like, without the context mm-hmm. of, like she's this succubus and she needs to feed or she doesn't look human anymore. It still works without that because we live in a society. (laughs) We live in a society. And there's this demand to even at your worst look somehow better than your human body is capable of without colored paste. (laughs) That may or may not be advancing you towards dementia, which is a fun thing I learned because I lived with a handful of nursing students for my last couple years of college. Great. And yeah, so glad to have learned that as a member of society that is uh, having this product demanded of me for my day-to-day life for me to be taken seriously. Love the implications. Um that and like the later scene of <laughs> needy finding them in that rundown community pool and Jennifer just hovering over after she almost killed needy's boyfriend and them just fighting about how shitty they are were as friends yeah oh my god that was such a good i mean it's not as impactful as that like some of the lingering shots are because like it is just kind of the comedy scene for that, but I loved it. it I think that was a good moment because it really marked the shift in their relationship that leads mm-hmm. to Needy killing Jennifer. Yeah, and I, I actually really love because I hadn't seen the ending of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I watched it, I stopped right as Jennifer and Chip were making out against that tree before the dance. 
Okay. So I had just never seen the ending at all. Um, but I was shocked when it didn't end with like her needy just mourning Chip as he dies. Yeah, no. And, uh, and you, I really shouldn't have been, because it does. The movie does open up with needy in a mental hospital. I really particularly love the shot when it's when she is killing Jennifer and they're like mm-hmm. in the air and she rips off Jennifer's like best friend's necklace. Biff. Yes. <laughs> rips off the Biff necklace <laughs> and like throws it on the ground and then Jennifer just like falls and he mm-hmm. falls onto her knife first. And it just like the cinematography in that moment was just so well. Done. I know. The and like the I thought I thought, um I mean I think this is what they were going for, but I think they could have really hammered it home. But I was expecting her to instead stab through the necklace and that kill Jennifer because the the demonology book she checked out from the library and how to kill a demon was like one good stab through the heart will kill it. Oh, yeah. So I was, like, expecting... But I understand, like, they wanted to make sure she definitely killed Jennifer. But I was like... Literal stab through the literal heart. Which, I don't know if a box cutter could make it that deep, but sure. I I was... I just accepted it. (laughs) Oh, but in the scene of Jennifer's mom coming in to find Needy just on top of her daughter with a knife in her heart. And Anita just rolling over and laying next to Jennifer's dead body as Jennifer's mother cradles her. Such a good scene. Yeah. I don't know what I was trying to say. I don't know what emotion evoked from me. But goddamn, was it good? Me, I think it was like some of the stuff we've seen could lead people to believe that like Jennifer has like an absent mother. Yeah. Like who's there but not really. But then this moment shows that like no, she's All mean girls. With her mom. Like I don't when did we ever see her mother before that no. moment? No, we did not. Huh. Okay. We only got mention of her earlier in the movie. What? What's and we, I don't remember that. A, but like, she's a single mom. Mm. Because she mentions that her mom is on a date with somebody. It's the night they go to the concert. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, that setup definitely implies that it impl- she's not... Cl- okay. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that just, like, turns that around, and I really liked it. Just um, in general, I really liked all the moms that we saw I loved, in this movie. I, I loved Anita's mom so much. It was very, like, working-class mom. Ex- and that's, like... It it's it hit home for me. Yeah. She's like, I'm a tough mama bear. You wouldn't be able to take care of yourself without me. 
Yeah, I loved it. She was fun. That's also the scene that we find out Anita has a ferret. Oh, yeah, which is never which... mentioned before or after. No. And I'm like, <laughs> I know enough about those animals where that would have been a bigger part of her life because you have to constantly be like, okay, is he fucking chewing through the wall? And she just let that fucker roam around the kitchen? Yeah, I just, it was weird. He's dead under the fridge. It was really weird. Um, I love, and then um, love, 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 the actual end of the movie. Yeah, where she goes and fucking kills the band. Yes. Yeah, the way that shot. She's like hitchhiking, and she's like, I'm trying to get to Madison to see this show, and he's like, must be one hell of a band, and she's like, it's their final show. (laughs) So good. Oh my god, we love a powerful woman. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The the, just end end where um, Needy is just like, you know what? I also learned is uh, if you get bit by a demon and live, you get some of the demon's powers and we just watch her go on like a rampage. To go kill this band. And like on her way there, she finds she finally finds what scientists have been trying to find forever where the devil's kettle waterfall leads out to and she gets the sacrificial dagger that they sacrificed her best friend with and started this entire bullshit chain of events. Yeah. And she kills them with it and she leaves it in the lead singer's chest. Oh my god. Also, can we talk about the band itself? A little bit more. I mean, they suck. Um, their music sucks. Letdown is their look. <laughs> they are not at all what they look. I adore all the interactions with the band. It's they're really funny. They're so funny. That first scene where, like, it's a throwaway line, and the bassist is like, "Hey." I'm not just a bass player. I'm a person who happens to play the bass. That made it into my notes. <laughs> I have a note that's just that quote. That's because it, It's so funny. And then, um... God, that scene where they're sacrificing Jennifer. And they just think... What is the title of that song? Um, in the it's, trees or whatever. No, no, no. The the oh, the one at the concert. Eight. No, no, no. When they're sacrificing her, the eight six seven five. Oh. What is the name of that song? Jenny. Really? I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. It's so like they were. He was about to kill her, and he's like, "Wait, we're a band, and I know this song, <laughs> and it's titled the same name as your name." And so they kill her to lazily singing just the number from Jenny. It's so funny. I got your number. Jenny, I got your... Yeah? Okay. It's Jenny8675309 is what it's called. That's such a shitty title for a song. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. But this, like, the scene of the hazy, like, 
ID Discovery, very low production quality cuts of them stabbing her while just singing the number portion. It's so good. All their interactions with each other are so funny. And I'm just so glad that, like, they actually got some semblance of character. Like, they're just stupid, like, dude bros. Right. Who are... (laughs) Oh, my God. And then the scene in the van where Jennifer sees all their, like, blatant occult um, (laughs) items. And she's like, are you guys rapists? And I'm like, Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Sweetheart. I don't know if that's, like, the connection you want to be making here. They have a skull. I don't know if that's a one-to-one there. (laughs) If I saw all that stuff, well, first of all, I probably wouldn't bat an eye because I have consumed occult media for most of my life at this point. Yeah. But I also, like, if I was not the um... kind of person who wouldn't bat an eye at that, then I would probably assume they were going to murder me, not rape me. Yeah. Based on the skull. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just the um, Satanist handbook in there. Right. <laughs> but that, like, also, the, the sacrifice scene, we... There are so many horror comedy movies that don't blend horror and comedy well. Mm-hmm. This one does. And this one does, but I I think it leans more towards the comedy portion of the horror comedy, and that's fine. That's the kind of movie they were making. I prefer the other ratio, but mm-hmm. I'm not... Yeah, like, that's the choice they made, and I don't know if it would wholly work if it took itself more seriously than it made itself a joke, but it there's nothing as instrumental in displaying the the amazing ability that it is that the writing and directing and acting had to blend that so well dur- than during that scene where she gets killed because she is screaming and crying and it's so fucking believable and meanwhile these fucking assholes are just joking their way through it yeah it was such it- a powerful scene because it is like uh- both sides of the movie at the same time and it works really well so well it and i'm gonna have more to say on this whole idea um in the next episode but just because cabin in the woods did horror comedy so well but um oh yeah i have a lot this episode yeah i'm excited it's very fun uh, but this, God, this movie was so good. I wasn't expecting, I think I was expecting to be more in love with it. And I think I would have been if I saw it when it came out at that point in my life. But again, and I'm not saying it's a bad movie. And I just genuinely enjoy all the characters that they had. Like, my favorite character is the, the, um, seen goth kid Colin (laughs) poor Colin he was so poor Colin he didn't deserve that he didn't deserve a death but But 
he was so sweet. God, it would have been so easy to make him like a shitty and like misogynistic and under the cover of being fake dark. No, but like he was, so sweet. he was such a sweet boy, and like that's also that him, his death did give me one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Yeah, it's like funeral? with the goth kids, yeah. like, oh, that should be me down there, and then and they're making it, a, they're making a scene and making it about him, and his mother stands up, and just screams at them. She's like, you guys don't know pain. You didn't outlive your She's... own child, and it's oh, it's so fucking good. And it's another part of the and... movie where the comedy and the darker elements blend mix so well yeah and it was oh it was so i loved it and like that actress was amazing and the the moment where she like broke while saying you don't some freak eviscerated my son and ate him and you know he looks like lasagna with teeth i had to identify him based on that yeah her own son and it looks like he was an only child too and like again he was a sweetheart he would have been a joy to raise yeah exactly i can't imagine i cannot imagine again like all the families family structures that we've seen like especially with um anita's boyfriend chip i loved that family yeah him and his mom and his little sister were so cute. His relationship with his little sister was very believable too. Yes. It was very Especially the the scene where he's on the phone with Needy and like she's playing this shitty kid's toy piano so loudly and he's like, Can you not? And she's like, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm eight. Oh, so good. I wish we got to see his parents reacting to him being dead, but I get that that's not what the movie was about at that point. Yeah. We were no longer exploring Jennifer's impact on the town. Yeah, but I would have liked to see it as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. It was just... I think I enjoyed this more as scenes... Than as an overarching movie. I can understand that. And I don't really understand why I feel like that. I think there are particular scenes that stand out a lot to me, but I did still like the movie as a whole. Yeah, no, it's a good movie. But Uh, I I kind of understand what you're saying because there are. I think it's because I also wanted it to be a little more horror. So the more horror-y scenes are, like, stood out to me a lot more. Yeah, definitely. And Or just, like, some of the Twin Peaks-esque lingering shots. Like, especially when Jennifer is just swimming in the lake. Yeah. That was so good. But, um... I feel like as a whole, that scene was kind of unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that. I think that might be the issue, is like scene by scene, 
when they fit together, it feels a little less cohesive than if you just take them apart. Yeah, I can understand that. I think I agree with that. Um, but again, it was a very good movie. I would definitely recommend it. I don't think I really have much else to say. No. Just because I I feel like I would have a lot more to say if I just knew what the movie was trying to say. I, you know? No, same. But I don't. So that's really all I have to say. Um, yeah. But it was Again, a good movie. I would definitely... It was a good movie. I would be interested to watch this back-to-back with, like, Mean Girls. Yeah. Like, another movie in sort of the same, but not really, genre of the same time period. I think... Yeah, I really feel fun. like it would be an interesting experience to watch Mean Girls, Jennifer's Body, and then Heather's. Mm-hmm. Because they just feel of the <laughs> same vein. And... It would be like in that order a progression into the more horror elements because Mean Girls, I think if they wrote it just a little differently, we could have gotten some real like see psychological I horror think out of it. Better to watch them in the order of release. So Heather's Mean Girls, Jennifer's Body. Yeah, that's what I think. Just because I think. I don't know. I guess probably because I'm desensitized to that kind of stuff, but I don't think Heather's is very scary. I don't I don't think the um intent for Heather's was to be scary. No, exactly. But that's why I think Jennifer's body should be last because there is intent for there to be horror in it. You know, yeah, I get that. I understand. But it's also I, I th- I just think Jennifer's body is a good bridge between Mean Girls and Heather's because I don't know. I think think they need a bridge between Mean Girls and Heather's. Hmm. I think the plastics and the Heather's themselves are enough of a bridge. You know, yeah, that's a pretty good point. Mean Girls draws so much from Heather's already. It does. Why did we need that shitty Heather's TV show? I forgot when that we was already that. have Mean Girls. Yeah, Mean Girls is <laughs> so good. It was so it, yeah. This is okay. This is getting off topic, but <laughs> well, I don't know because it's relatable. Like it's Mean Girls did what Jennifer's body was desperately trying, and like the hokey quotability. Yes, because mean well, because Mean Girls actually got it right. Yeah, and I'm I'm not a writer, so I don't know. (laughs) Um, I don't know. There are scenes that are legitimately funny in Jennifer's body, but only certain scenes. Whereas Mean Girls, as a whole, is just legitimately hilarious. I think because Mean Girls with the dialogue and the just weird shit that they say 
it was so integral to the world that they developed like everybody talked like that it made it more every teen yeah and instead of just um whereas jennifer's body we clearly have like chip does not talk like this no or and like it's only for specific lines yeah and it's pretty much only jennifer yeah neat yeah chip says more of the shit than needy does real honestly yeah but because what needy you oh god i loved i love needy as a character (laughs) which is a little it's a little late to say but like because needy's dialogue that i focused in on was her just lambasting low shoulder for becoming like local heroes for doing absolutely fucking nothing i loved that part every fucking time she's like i was fucking there they and they didn't, didn't do shit. They kidnapped my my best friend. <laughs> Amanda Seyfried is just good. In yeah, she's in pretty much. <laughs> she's such an amazing actress, and she's so beautiful. Oh my god, I forgot she was in Mean Girls. Yeah. Holy sure shit! Was. That's like queen of what an amazing actress. <laughs> Queen of 2000s movies about teenage girls. Yeah, what the hell? All of her characters are so wild. Like, she was Anita, she was Karen, she was in Mamma Mia. All wildly different characters. <laughs> she has... And yet they felt so... <laughs> yeah, they felt so similar. I think it's just because they felt real. Within the context of the worlds they were in. Yeah. Her. I think Jennifer's body. A big thing that worked with it. Is because Megan Fox and Amanda. Are like. Very good actresses. Where they can like make. Like the worst. Written characters seem like. Believable real people. Mm -hmm. And since like. The whole movie was about their relationship it i think that's why the movie was so much better than it had any right to be yeah i agree with that oh god i other than that again i don't have really anything else to say no yet i'm just surprised we were get we got this much commentary out of it to begin with yeah. you know but because i loved it it was a good movie I don't know what the fuck happened in it. There was no substance. No, but it was enjoyable. It was a, a big, an enjoyable, good movie. Both of their performances. Yeah, and like, as as um a woman, it, it was just so cathartic. <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. Like I, a lot of the scenes were like, fuck, nobody who has any buying power is going to watch this movie we gotta show titty and it's like if you must (laughs) that's not why I watch movies if you need to see it you seek it out you know Um, (laughs) I didn't come to this movie for that I came to see Megan Fox hunched over a corpse eating intestines slurping blood like some kind of fucking werewolf or 
smashing the windows of a car. God, that was scary. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. This this movie had like I went in with the assumption that I was going to be safe most of the time from being like actually afraid but then they threw in the scenes where where um Jennifer pins Anita to the wall and like almost rips her fucking throat out yeah and then the scene where she jumps on Anita's car and like smashes the window (laughs) and like Anita is both times just runs home and she's like in tears like shaking and I was like oh fuck the main character might not be as safe as I assumed she was and so for like a good 10 minutes after each of those scenes I was like on edge I'm like is this movie gonna fuck me over and kill this girl oh my god it was those two scenes specifically were just incredibly terrifying yeah yeah Dude, we also forgot to talk about um, the scene Twilight Stole. I don't know. Where, um, oh. Where she, she just jumps out of Anita's window and she's gone. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about that scene. I just wanted to bring, to bring mention to it that it was very Twilight. Very funny. It was, I was just, I, the first time I watched it, I had to pause. I'm like, no way. No way did I just get a Twilight scene. But yeah. I don't know if there's much more substance to discuss. Wait. Twilight came out first. Did it? Yeah, so they stole it from Twilight. Okay. I'm a little less. Twilight came out I don't know why I was so under the impression that... I don't know. When did Jennifer's body come out? 2009. Okay, so maybe those scenes were in production at the same point. Yeah, possibly. (laughs) It's the handshake meme. (laughs) Jennifer's body. (laughs) Jennifer Edward jumping out the window and immediately disappearing. Handshake. I'm glad. I'm glad we've parsed through this. This Jennifer's body lore that nobody asked for or cared about. (laughs) This is the real revelation of this movie. Okay. (laughs) It was a good movie. It was. It was a good movie and I don't know what the fuck happened and I don't know what we just talked about but it was enough for an episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much how I feel too. I would definitely recommend it. Again, do like I think to like Heather's Mean Girls and this. Because it's a weird genre. Yeah, but they work together. Um it's definitely a better movie than Cirque du Freak. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the, without question. It's the same kind of like if you need something on in the background, but I feel like this one is just going to end up catching your attention. I was going to say you can 
definitely have this on in the background, but you'll still probably end up paying attention to some of it at least. It's um <laughs> the movie equivalent of when you're nine and you have to clean your room and you find like your DS on the floor under a pile of dirty socks. <laughs> I didn't intend to play Nintendogs for five hours. But I guess that's what we're doing. I didn't intend to sit here through the rest of Jennifer's body with no context of the beginning portion that I missed while uh, trying to get my work done. But that's what we're doing now. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. Um, That's Jennifer's body. Yeah. So you can follow the movie we went Twitter. Yes. At Dumb Binge Binge. And Tumblr at dumbbingebinging.tumblr.com with dashes between each word. We have a Patreon. It's it is linked in our Twitter. <laughs> um again, plugging the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on our Twitter. It's also easy to find it's just patreon.com slash dumbbenchbinging we're working on um getting some tiers set up it's a work in progress right now we only have the one just two dollars a month uh to help us reach a goal of getting decent recording equipment (laughs) yes which we are a ways from that goal for now but we're not putting a lot of pressure (laughs) but if you do subscribe, you get every episode a day early, <clears throat> except for the American Horror Story bonus episodes, which just come out whenever they come out for everybody, because they're gonna they're yeah. bonus episodes, and and Ryan Murphy doesn't get doesn't deserve enough <laughs> of our attention. No preferential treatment. No, write better shows. <laughs> And I will care about how soon I re- I discuss them. Um, other than that, stay tuned to the rest. This is our first Halloween episode, so stay tuned. We've got Cabin in the Woods next, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, I'm very excited to discuss that. Do we want to go through the whole list now for that we have for Halloween? Yeah, I think it's Since set in stone right now. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna. We're starting with Jennifer's body, moving into Cabin in the Woods. Then we have Halloween Town and Halloween Town University, which is the first and last in the franchise. No context. Uh, we will not be watching any of the middle parts. We're only eating the white bread part of this Halloween Town sandwich. Um, and then, what did we decide to do after that? Oh, the Bye Bye Man. Yes. <laughs> Don't say his name. Too late. <laughs> and, um, then, and then Halloween, the original. Which very exciting since Halloween is on a Thursday, it will be coming out Halloween. Yes. The Halloween episode will be on Halloween Day. Very exciting. And then um November's gonna happen and that's very fun. Oh yeah. It's very exciting. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for november so far so far we'll see what happens but 
but yeah uh follow us on our social media subscribe to the podcast thank you so much for listening for this through this far uh we're we know it's kind of a mess yeah we're not professionals we don't exactly know what we're doing wholly yet but (laughs) really appreciate you sticking around yep thank you for listening this has been dumb binge binging Bye.